Uh, I was told before this, uh, before you popped on here, Patrick, that you have a lot of college basketball you want to get to, which is great because we want to hear about every single one of them. But I do want to start with what we got going on right now with Gonzaga. Uh, your thoughts on how this game has played out so far, and really for both of those teams, St. Mary's and Gonzaga, what you like for you know really their outlook once we get to the NCAA tournament as well. I think they're both really interesting for the tournament. I'll start with tonight first. I uh, This game, when it first went up last night, a couple of odds makers got it up late last night. And so uh, me being the burn, burn the midnight oil type that I am, did an article last night uh, on the opening odds. And then I just updated it throughout the day from a couple of different odds makers. And what I saw initially was an, was an opener of three that went to three and a half. But then by this morning, as I'm sure the two of you saw, uh, it dialed back to two and a half. Now that said, there was one odds maker I spoke with uh, late this afternoon and then again shortly before tip-off. The game's here in Vegas, by the way. Vegas is college basketball tournament central. There's like five conference tournaments in this city. It's phenomenal. It's 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 really something else. Um, but uh, I, I talked to that odds maker again shortly before tip-off and it wasn't crazy on the spread for, for Gonzaga, but it was still almost two to one money on the spread, which, I, which surprised me. I mean, these two teams split the regular season meetings. Um, but the money line with the short spread, a bunch of people were taking Gonzaga money line, uh, like like a, like nine out of every ten dollars. So they were really on Gonzaga money line, and that odds maker specifically was going to need St. Mary's tonight. And uh, obviously, they're not in a very good position at halftime here, as Gonzaga is kind of having its way. Yeah, I mean, another team that's sort of a darling for in terms mm -hmm. of like mid-major teams is Oral Roberts. They are given the business to North Dakota State right now. They were 10.5-point <laughs> favorites. I think they're up by over 20. Uh, what do you like about the Summit uh, Tournament and Oral Roberts kind of as uh, the favorite there? Oh, I, I, I mean, I think it's interesting, but I will say I haven't dove too much into that much most of what I've got is just some research on some of these you know some of the some of the bigger boys this week yeah and of course as we just mentioned the West Coast Conference and if I can back up to that to that for a minute Trista because I didn't really address uh Nick's question as far as Gonzaga and St. Mary's I kind of like both of them I think they both could do you know St. Mary's is obviously having some issues tonight but I think they could both do some damage in this tournament and honestly you know, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, when when Gonzaga slid out to like twenty five to one, I was like, you know what? That's I've got to have a bite of that. Um, I've got to have a bite of that because. So I did. I'm I'm in on Gonzaga at twenty five to one, and the thought process being, how many teams really, as the tournament goes on, presuming Gonzaga can make a deep run, will Gonzaga not be favored against? And it's a pretty short list. And those teams have to make their way through the tournament as well. You know, the Houstons and perhaps Alabamas and maybe one or two others of the world. But if any of those types of teams slip up, then if Gonzaga gets to the eights and I'm sitting on a 25 to one ticket against a team that Gonzaga's favored against, well, that's all. That's the reason I like betting college basketball futures like that is to try and put myself in a potential head position. I got Zags at 25 to one. I got Indiana at 50. Um, I got uh, Marquette at 100. So, uh, you know, I, I think there's neat opportunities that, uh, that the NCAA tournament provides. And, uh, and there's still, a, you know, a couple of numbers out there that are probably kind of juicy if you, if, you, if you look closely. Let's talk about the Big East. Uh, what do the books need there for the conference tournament? That's, that's an interesting one. You know, first for the fact that you've got, and I'm sure the two of you and Ryan and, and, and Quentin and so forth have talked about this over the course of the season, is just, 
you know, that, that Villanova is barely treading water, just above 500 after going to the Final Four last year. They got a new coach and everything this year. But I was talking with Seamus McGee, a sports trader for BetMGM, proud sponsor of this show, I presume. And he, just this week, yesterday, Monday, and he, he got me some really interesting comments. What he noted, and this is correct in his assessment, he said, look, Villanova got crushed with the injury bug early in the season, which did Coach Neptune, the new coach there, taking over for Jay Wright, no favors. But he feels like the Wildcats, A, are back to full strength and playing decent. And they're the fifth choice in the Big East. It's not like they're way down the ladder, even though their record isn't isn't what people expect it to be. They're 9-1 to one at BetMGM, or at least they were as of this morning. He said he wouldn't be shocked at all to see betters jump on, on Villanova. And he also said he wouldn't be shocked if Villanova somehow makes a run here and steals a bid from a bubble team. He thinks that's, uh, you know, he thinks they might not be a bad play at all there. Um, obviously, I... I'm liking Marquette uh, as I'm sitting on that 101 ticket on Marquette to win the whole tournament. That has little. That doesn't have as much to do with the Big East futures, but uh, I certainly like the way Marquette has looked. It's certainly uh, added a lot of value to the, to the to the ticket I have on them for the NCAA tournament. But uh, uh, there was another odds maker I spoke with who who feels like this is Tristan more going to be a chalky tournament with uh, you know b- between you know UConn, Creighton, Marquette, Xavier. And he said, hey, what I'd, what I'd really like to see is a third matchup between UConn and Creighton. So, What about the ACC? Duke's the favorite, plus 275. Mm-hmm. UVA's in there, plus 350 with Miami. I kind of like Miami in this. I just, don't, I just don't think I trust this Duke team this year. I mean, Miami's got a little mm-hmm. more experience. Man, that offense, too, when they get out in transition, is just lethal. I, I kind of like Miami at plus 350. I know it's not, like, great, great value, but there's just something about Duke – and even Virginia, like Virginia's just a little bit slower. They're, they're kind of back to that old Virginia team that we remember from the past. I, Miami kind of stands out to me in the ACC. Where are you there? Well, I, I think with probably with some of the with, – and you are with the, the folks at BetMGM who are looking into this tournament. BetMGM put out a – Drew Odell at BetMGM threw this out this morning, Some just some splits on what people think of the, of the futures odds in the ACC. And Miami is number one in tickets – uh, by a decent margin, about one and a half times more tickets than Duke, which is number two in the ticket count to win the tourney. And Miami's at plus 350, while Duke's at plus 275. Uh, looks like you also got Virginia, as you noted, at plus 350. But Miami's second in tickets. 21% of all tickets on the ACC tourney futures are on Miami. 26% on Duke. And I, I'm with you. I'm kind of leery of Duke. Um, up until a couple of weeks ago, I think Duke and North Carolina were both in you know, potentially some, you know, a, a difficult spot. I think Carolina remains there. I, I think Carolina's going to, they're going to have to win this tournament, I think, um, to get to, or, or be awfully impressive in, 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 in at least getting to the final. Um, and I don't, I don't have a whole lot of feel for Virginia either. And neither do Betham Jam betters at the point, at this point, they're fifth in ticket count in the ACC. And it looks like uh fifth in money as well, but they're only taken, 7.1% of all bets uh, to win the ACC tourney. Wow, that's impressive. That's really interesting. And like you said, UNC has just been not good. I know mm-hmm. Ryan's narrative is maybe that means that UNC could make a little run in the tournament just because of the desperation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you seeing in the Big 12? I know that obviously Kansas is a popular choice. Uh, TCU is sort of a darling. A lot of people like Chase Kitty, who came on earlier, like Kansas State. Texas has been in, in disarray, but now feels like they got things kind of on track. Uh, what do the books need? Where are ticket percentages, handle percentages, all that? 
Right. Well, this one, this one's interesting because it's really hard to say what the books need. And again, this this was another tournament that I talked about with BetMGM and Seamus McGee. And I think I think the two of you will, will agree, and everybody pretty much says this. This seems like the most wide open conference tournament among the big boys, at least. That's how McGee termed it. <clears throat> and he said, <clears throat> "Excuse me. Anytime Kansas plays, they're always going to get bet." He said they get bet really, really well at BetMGM. Uh, so it's hard to say right now whether Kansas would be a good or bad outcome for the book. Their number is short enough that maybe it's not a bad outcome, depending on who else gets action uh, over the course of this next few days, Trista. But he said Kansas customers love to bet on the Jayhawks no matter what sport. That said, he likes Baylor. He thinks they've played really, really well since a rocky start to conference play. He thinks they'll see pretty, plenty of action on Scott Drew's team. The plus 453rd choice. And by the way, Kansas, I think, is like plus, two, seven, plus 275. They're the favorite, but you got six teams there, Trista, that are eight to one or less in a ten-team tournament. You got six teams at eight to one or less, and I think a seventh team that is under twenty to one, something like sixteen to one or something like that. But um, McGee, like Seamus McGee, said he likes Baylor and he kind of likes Kansas State, which is the co-fourth choice at Benham Jam, seven to one. Um, he realizes they're coming off that loss to West Virginia. But he said before that he felt they were playing some pretty good basketball, and he thinks there could be some value there, particularly since the way the bracket sets up, K-State would avoid Baylor and Kansas until the championship game. And he noted, you, met, you mentioned Texas there, Trista, that uh, uh, K-State split with Texas this season, and the loss was only by three points. He thinks they, uh, they could make a run there. Now, you kind of dug into that a little bit, but I think the big point there is how many teams you look at uh, in the Big 12 with Kansas, Texas, Baylor, TCU, even Kansas State as, you know, potential winners of that conference. I, that, to me, is the conference tournament that I'm the most excited about. Can you give us mm -hmm. a little more of, like, where the money is going? Because I feel like without having seen it, uh, it would probably, I would assume, be a little more spread out with all of those teams and the potential for them to win this conference. Right, and I haven't seen uh, BetMGM has started to send out some splits charts on some of these. Like I said, I, I noted the ACC a little bit earlier today. Hadn't seen one on the on the Big 12 yet. But okay. just from the way that Seamus talked about it, though, I think it's fair to say exactly what you said. I think it is going to be spread out here. I mean, Kansas has got the cachet. They're the defending national champion. They're the blue blood of the bunch, no question. So they're going to get their money. And keep in mind, I granted it's a small market, but Kansas is a market in the sports betting universe now, and, and that's, and that's going to factor into this as well. But uh, I think it's more fair to say it's probably pretty spread out. There's something to like about a few of these teams. You could make really good cases for a few of these teams. And I, I even had one odds maker I think this is a bit of a stretch, but look, if you're willing to take a flyer, take a flyer. Oklahoma's 45 to one. They're sub 500. However, he did point out Oklahoma's got a win over Kansas State, a win over Iowa State, a win over TCU. Uh, took the took Texas to overtime on the road. Uh, barely lost, lost by two in in Austin. Um, you know, so really that conference top to bottom. I'm with you on this uh, on this, Nick. It's just a, it's a great conference, and it could be an excellent tournament. And you might get a surprise winner out of there, or at least it may not be Kansas. What's some other tea from other conferences? I don't know if it's Pac-12 or Big Ten or maybe mm -hmm. even some of the smaller ones uh, like the Big West or, or, or the MAC. But uh, what are you hearing uh, in terms of maybe some things that we should be looking at? Well, I, here's one I thought that was interesting, and I, and I think it's great that you're bringing up some of the, the mid-majors and, and small majors, if you will. This was something that I wasn't really thinking about, but, uh, but again, Seamus McGee at BetMGM put this on my radar this week. He said the Mountain West 
is not technically a high major conference or certainly a mid-major. But he said the league's average Ken Palm rating is higher than the ACC. Wow. And he said if you include the Mountain West with high major conferences, no team in high major conferences or the Mountain West has seen its Ken Palm rank increase more than San Jose State. San Jose State started number 232 in the Ken Palm rankings beginning of the season. Now number 93, which obviously is, you know, that's that's down a ways. That's not necessarily going to get you in the tournament, but that's a huge, huge jump. But he said Ken, Ken Palm has the uh, the Spartans ranked 31st in luck. Luck is one of the uh, one of the categories, which I always think is fascinating. But he said he thinks this could be a play if you're looking to get money down on a potential long shot in that Mountain West tournament. And then really just, you know, What's in, that in, number? in, in, in the that's uh, I think they are 35 to one at, at MGM, Trista, oh, wow. 35 yeah. to one on San Jose State. So to win the Mountain West Conference. So he feels like that might not be a, if you're looking for a flyer, he thinks that that may not be a bad move. They could be a, they could be an upstart in the Mountain West tourney, which uh, which is here in Las Vegas, like so many tournaments are this week. Um, and then he also mentioned in the SEC, he said, look, he just just game to game. They're seeing betters fade the Crimson Tide. The, the Brandon Miller controversy is kind of uh, has, has turned them off and they feel like there's going to be a toll to be paid by that team just because of this circumstance. Um, he's not keen on Tennessee over the past month or so. And he said, as, as we've all probably learned over the last few years, it's tough to trust Rick Barnes. He says he's not been huge on Kentucky all season, but he did know that the Wildcats are playing significantly better of late. There's no doubt about that. So maybe they are worth a look. But uh, he feels like this is a pretty wide open tournament too. Perhaps a couple of upsets brewing in the, uh, in the SEC. Uh, we're just about to get started. I consider this the start of March Madness. It's not the NCAA tournament, sure. Patrick. It is this for sure. Patrick Everson, every week, always on with us. It's good to talk to you again, on my friend. On point. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you two got a little bit of a breather, and uh, we'll look forward to talking again soon. Lots more college basketball to come, I'm sure. Let's for do sure. it. We got a long stretch of it, that's for sure. Uh, I love – I just want to hear, hear Kansas and good things about Kansas because I bet Kansas and UCLA to win the national title, so – more people say good things about them. That's all I'm hoping for. Don't care about the Big 12. Doesn't matter. 